Hey man, welcome to Teaching Others Also. This is our start of our new week. Here we are, it's Monday. And it's Monday the 17th of January. We're doing our daily broadcast. Go to 1 Timothy chapter 1 verses 12 through 16 please. 1 Timothy 1 and verses 12 to 16. Amen. 1 Timothy 1, 12 to 16. Now, here we are, moving on through the first month of the new calendar year, and heaven forbid how fast it goes, amen. <clears throat> Sometimes I realize it ain't fast enough, I do, but then other times I realize when you look back, someday we're going to go, you know, it went awfully quickly. All right, 1 Timothy chapter 1, now I say this in this new week, I hope that, uh, the days we spent on focus in 2022 helped you get started. If it did nothing else, just reviewed some things. There are some how-to broadcasts on the website, and I trust that perhaps if you are interested or you're serious about your being better in your 2022, that you'll work on that, and uh, we'll go from there with it. Now, today, I want to talk to you about this subject, today, not yesterday. And it may not be just what you're thinking, so hang in there with me. 1 Timothy chapter 1, starting in verse 12. And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who hath enabled me, for the accounted me faithful, putting me into the ministry, who was before a blasphemer and a persecutor and injurious, but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord was exceeding abundant with faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. This is a faithful saying, and worthy of all acceptation, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. Howbeit for this cause I obtain mercy, that in me first Jesus Christ might show forth all long suffering, for a pattern to them which should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. Now, I realize in the, when it comes to context in Scripture, we could literally spend, I mean, an hour just reading part, you know, the, the verses before and after and all that. I do. And I've tried to read a, a large enough context for you to get hold of a thought with me. And it starts in verse 12 where he said, I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who hath enabled me for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry who, before, who was before a blasphemer. Understand this. Somehow God in his ways started Paul off counting him faithful. Do you get what he said there? He said he counted me faithful putting me into the ministry. Well, Paul's conversion and calling are simultaneously in the Bible. If you'll read the book of Acts chapter 9. We don't really have that kind of time to spend reading it uh, in, you know, just a radio broadcast. But I trust you will go read it because when, G when Saul of Tarsus, who we know now as the Apostle Paul, when he comes to Christ, he is converted and called right in all that, right there. And I want you to notice when he says who was before blasphemer, persecutor, and jurist, but I did it, I, I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly and unbelief. And the grace of our Lord was exceeding abundant with faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. So when he says there, you know, in verse 15, I, 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 Christ Jesus came into the world, 
to save sinners of whom I'm chief. I, I heard a young man, and this is sad, probably 40 years ago now. Um, I heard him say, get up, and went through all these verses about how nobody else could claim this verse because there'd be only one chief and, you know, dispensational and all that. And I, I'm a moderate Bible interpreter when it comes to dispensation. I interpret it moderately by dispensation. But the phrase Paul made was he was showing us that in his mind he was the worst of sinners because he'd persecuted the church. He had persecuted Christians. And in verse 16 where he says, I obtained mercy that in me first Jesus Christ might show forth all longsuffering for a pattern. And the thought today is today, not yesterday. And I, I want to give you some examples. For example, let's take parenting. Parents judge so much when it comes to their children by yesterday. We nowadays, of course, they accuse people of profiling all that. And I realize there's a place for it. I do. I really do. But profiling the way God doesn't do it is bad. And I'm going to say it to you this way. Today is closer to tomorrow than yesterday. Today is closer to tomorrow than yesterday. And I'd like for you to let it sink in a minute. In fact, I, if I wanted to, I could just stop right there hoping that it would sink in. But I'm going to try to clarify what I mean and paint a picture for you. Because people are living today, not yesterday. And if you're not careful, let's t let's. I'm, I'm choosing parenting because that's what a lot of people, many people understand, whether or not you're uh, a parent as in raising or rearing a child right now, or, you know, it happened in 10 years in the past, 20, 30, 40, whatever. But the tendency is to treat people, and we're using the idea of parenting as an example, and we're going to move on to people at large, is to treat them like yesterday and not today. Now, are people accountable for what kind of, you know, reputation they've created and all that. Yeah. But, you know, so are you. I'm sure, I'm sure glad that God didn't take the Apostle Paul and disqualify him and say, I'm not going to start him off. Did you notice that God started off Paul as faithful? There has to come a time in your life when you let people have a chance to be faithful. There has to come a time in your, in your life when you let people have today and not yesterday. I am amazed. I think there's a very strong element of pride in people who are always referring to what someone was like yesterday. You say, well, you know, the leopard doesn't change his spots and all that. Well, then would you like everyone to judge you by your weakest moments? Would you like everyone to judge you by the way you've let people down before? I don't think you do. I, in fact, I know none of us do, okay? Because he counted him faithful before he started. There is something to be said about giving people a clean slate. We are not talking about criminals here. We're not talking about, you know, violent people or drug dealing and all that. We're talking about everyday life. We're talking about habits. Now, let me say this. The Bible doesn't teach that people are always going to grow out of things. Child discipline, personal discipline is important. It is. But when he talks about using a rod, he's not talking about using a clothes rod on somebody. He's talking about using that little switch, you know, that switch you back on, like the weeping willow switch or 
a little piece of a branch, a twig. It's got a little sting to it. And in life, it's today, not yesterday. And I want to focus in on yourself, you and the Lord, for a minute. Because if you're not careful, you're looking at yourself in light of yesterday and not today. And your disappointment in yourself or your maybe lack of fulfilling all your goals or whatever it is you're doing. Pretty soon you're thinking to yourself, well, today is no different than yesterday. I'm not going to be able to, you know, get this victory or that victory or whatever it is. And I don't believe that that's biblically accurate nor spiritually safe or good or healthy. People are living today and that is far closer to tomorrow than yesterday. So today is a better indication of tomorrow than yesterday. Are you getting this? I hope you're letting it sink in a minute. I'm not going quickly on purpose on this one. Today, okay, is a far better indicator of tomorrow than yesterday is. So towards yourself, you need the same thinking. Now, I hope that means that you're not satisfied with yourself completely, that you're not satisfied with the, the attitudes you have or shortcomings, and secondly, you're not going to allow yourself to paint and dwell and picture people by yesterday. Have you ever thought that the world has a more common sense attitude, a more biblical attitude about some things than some Christians do? I would have to honestly say the most critical people I've ever met in my life, and I'm a, I love God's people and I love God's children and I love Christians, but the most critical, the hardest people on other people that I know of are Christians. There's something about knowing better and knowing the truth and that kind of thing that so easily turns it into a pharisaical Christianity. And every one of us is capable of it, even if it's just in some one or two or three or four relationships in our life. That is not someone saying deny truth and deny what's true about somebody. But if you're not careful, you are making somebody's tomorrow based upon their yesterday, not on their today. You see, if you are going to get victory over something, you can't get victory over it yesterday because yesterday is already settled. It's, it's, as a fellow said, it's like concrete that was poured and now it's hardened. Today is the only wet concrete you have to make a form for tomorrow. And if you're not careful, you'll set yourself up for failure and you'll set other people up for failure. See, that's not, that's not humanistic behavioral psychology. That's Bible. Imagine if the Lord Jesus Christ treated Simon Peter like some of y'all treat people or like we are tempted to as, as humans and as Christians. Uh, some of y'all would never, ever, ever be able to mention Simon Peter's name without mentioning his denying Christ three times. Some of y'all can't read about Simon Peter walking on the water and, and, and sinking without mentioning the fact that he sunk instead of the fact that he walked on water and you never have and none of the disciples ever did. Are you getting that? 
today is far more an indicator of tomorrow than yesterday is. Today, not yesterday. Today. There's something you, up to now, you say, well, I just, you know, I haven't gotten victory over this. Well, today's the day to start. Not yesterday. And when it comes to people, why not just not keep repeating their yesterdays in your mind and with your mouth? Today, not yesterday. And if you're not careful, that self-righteousness, even right now, is rising up within us. And it says, well, you don't understand. I'm sure they're just like they were and every dealing I had. Okay, then keep it to yourself. Just keep it to yourself. Put it under the blood and move on. Because when we come to admonitions about how to think and how to talk and what the Bible defines as charity in 1 Corinthians 13, well, then we start realizing, you know what? I better start. I better deal in today and not yesterday. I know people that have got people frozen in the past. They're frozen. Let me read you a passage. Philippians 4, before my time runs out, and verse 8. Finally, brethren, that includes you two, dear sisters. Finally, brethren, what sort of things are true? Okay. So someone says, well, what I'm saying is true. Well, let's move on. What sort of things are honest? Well, it's honest. Okay. What sort of things are just? Well, it's just, okay. What sort of things are pure? What sort of things are lovely? What sort of things are of good report? If there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Give that some thought today. Today, not yesterday, just memorize it. Today, not yesterday. It's called a clean slate. Give yourself a clean slate. Don't keep fulfilling things just because you, you're convinced and because you treat everybody else like they are there yesterday. You say, well, they might let me down again. I understand. And we're not talking about letting somebody abuse you or beat you or some crazy thing. But in general, give people a today. Give yourself a today. And you will be surprised. You will be very much surprised what God can do if you'll behave and think about today, not yesterday, and especially the fact that today, today, can be a far greater indicator of tomorrow than yesterday. Leave your yesterday behind. Today and not yesterday. Hallelujah. See you in the morning.